Muddled and moo films of movie history. I thought you might go for Marigold, maybe. <laughs> or Mare. Marigold? Yeah. No, what? Marigold. What am I what? thinking of? What's the big M word? That Mustang? Yeah. Marigold. Marigold. <laughs> the best Marigold Hotel. That's what we're doing today, right? No. No. It's for future, it's a future episode. Uh, <laughs> I'm Cassandra. <laughs> <laughs> My name is Matt, who will not be tamed. <laughs> and I'm James Kane. Do. Um, <laughs> okay. okay. Whoever named you yeah. Um, yeah. did not like you. Clearly <laughs> yeah, yeah. not a fan. My um, parents. How's everybody doing? <laughs> it's, it's I got, okay. We've had a big week. We're tea. tired. We're, we're doing you got a, what in your teeth? Some apple in my teeth. Oh, oh, classic horse tail. behavior. Right Horsing around. Yeah, Horsing yeah, around. Chewing them apples. Uh, but yeah, Lots it has been a sugar. big week. Uh, we just finished up a pack out of That's All She Wrote. Yeah. If you didn't come see it, it's too late. It's yeah, done. Yeah, Cass and James' big show. It was funny though, because last ep, we did review a film that was written and directed by two female... Um, I was going to say writers and directors, yeah. but you yeah, know. totally. And, uh, so, and it went also, promo. And, uh, Spirit, Spirit was directed by two women. Written yeah. by a man. Ke- but... Kelly is a man. Oh, really? Yeah, I looked it up. I thought oh. it was two women also. One of the directors is called Kelly. Kelly, I'm just like, it's yeah. always rare to find a male Kelly. Yeah. I feel like yeah. it's like a 25% male, mm, yeah. 75% female Kelly. So. Absolutely. Oh, that's nice yeah. that it's a men and woman uh, co-writing team, though. Yeah. Is it? Isn't it? I guess. One yeah. out of three. Yeah, exactly. um, doesn't reflect the population, I mean, but okay. Female drinkers <laughs> in any place is, is a great thing to do. That's in. true. Uh, but yeah, doing good. Uh, We're recording on a late night. Yes, yes. and I've had a. Uh, I also finished the first campaign of the Road Unknown. We just wrapped and then had a few celebratory beersies. So and um, you remind, haven't missed that one because you can listen to that and watch yeah. that. Yes, yeah, the so past. there is. Remind our audiences. <laughs> What that what the is. Road Unknown so is. the Road Unknown is a D and D podcast. It's a you, you can watch it on YouTube as well. That's another podcast. It's, it's a, another yeah. podcast, but it's also a visual. <laughs> yeah. What's yeah, yeah. You can watch you can, it. You it's can a visual download series. it as a, as a podcast, or you can watch it on YouTube. Uh, we are just also stream on Twitch. So we just finished campaign one, uh, which follows the event, uh, the adventures rather of Law Shasta, Gigi, and Balthazar. Um, there mm. was some sweet Balthazar and. Gigi romance right at the end. Love it. Just peppering mm. that in. Mm. Uh, and we had a massive sea battle with a kraken and some Sahawajan. Some kraken what? Oh, kraken. <laughs> kraken into it. Um, yeah, uh, but there's some spoilers for the last is, episode. Is your show called The Road Unwatched? Uh, no, it's actually quite watched. We are uh, Twitch oh. affiliate uh, now, I which see. is nice. And uh, yeah, so we're going to do some one shots in the break, uh, and then jumping back into campaign two with a few more players and uh, a new whole new story and whole new characters. So if you want to catch up on campaign one, check it out. Fifteen episodes, all three hours. So what's that? That is uh, forty-five. It's a while. It's a hours. long time it's to watch. Uh, you know, but um, if that's what you're into, then that's what you're into. Yeah. <laughs> delve into the road unknown. Yeah. Um, should we head into our pop corner section? Yeah, now that we've done a bit from, of an obligatory promo from podcasts to pop Cast. casts. <laughs> <laughs> pop, 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 pop corner. I 
have a couple of things. Um, mm. So I, as we mentioned before, I've been mostly in show world, so I haven't been uh, able to see that much recently. She's um, been making the culture. I've been, I've been reading some books, <laughs> reading a little bit of literature uh, recently, and two that I want to shout out um, that I read since the last podcast. Uh, the first one is Piranesi, or Piranesi, I don't know how you would pronounce it because it's how a book. Do you, how do you spell um, that? P-I-R-A-N-E-S-I. Um, by Susanna Clark. Ding. It is a You advance to the next round. Yes. <laughs> um, but yeah, it's, it's a really, really fantastic. For the word of word. <laughs> um, uh, I guess, yeah, it's a short book. She, the, uh, Susanna Clark's probably most well known for writing Jonathan Strange and Mr. Norrell. Yes. Um, which is an incredibly cool sort of <laughs> like alternate history, like magic kind of. Uh, yeah, it's like a really interesting mix of like. Um, Regency era literature pastiche, but mm. with a uh, yeah, like a fantasy twist. Um, and this book is very different from that in a lot of ways. It's short, where that one's kind of long. It's set sort of in a more contemporary day, but it's kind of outside of time. So she went the other direction. And She's like, I'm not um, that girl anymore. Yeah, I feel like this one. <laughs> I feel like in terms of what I my experience reading it because I read it in like I think just one day or yeah, just sort of just. Yeah. Just ripped into it and yeah, then read yeah, through yeah. the whole thing. Um it probably closest to like House of Leaves. Um okay. but with a kind of almost classical Greek kind of sort of feel to I it. Explain to the, the, the reader what that is. Uh, so uh, yeah, that's another book. Uh, <laughs> um, Greek, I guess in terms of its style, of it's 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 sort of set in this uh the the, the narrator who uh, is nameless, he's he's called Piranesi by other people, but he doesn't claim that name for himself. He just calls mm. himself the, the beloved child of the house. Lives in this gigantic <laughs> wow. labyrinth where there are just like halls and halls on either side um, that are constantly being filled in with uh, seawater and everywhere like that, you know, this, the tides come and go and the sea um, moves up and down and everything is filled with statues and there's only one mm. other person and he believes that he and this other person are the only people in the whole world and his job is to tend to this house and so it's it's written from his cool. perspective and it's a really interesting case of like a um yeah i guess an uh, a um untrustworthy narrator uh, in some ways or not necessarily an untrustworthy unreliable narrator but somebody that um yeah, we can see and understand more than mm. the narrator can from um, a. It's like a myopic kind it's of. It's a really interesting kind yeah. of dramatic yeah. irony kind in of there. Right? Um, yeah, so it's it's a really interesting use of narration and like our understanding of the world um, going beyond our narrator's understanding of the world, and it's just so gripping, and it goes to all these these places and into, yeah, and it uses contemporary fantasy and and yeah, kind of almost a magic realism in a really beautiful and moving way, and um, as well as this incredible image throughout it it's it's really good i just strongly recommend it and i don't want to say that's any more cool. about it because it's yeah. like you need to kind of just experience it for yourself yeah um i, so I famously great. like you know take actually take, take recommendations from this podcast <laughs> but not yes. immediately but like this later one is on a really I'm good like, like okay, i feel like yeah i just i want a book i want something that's gonna have this really kind of feel like an epic scale story but it is like a fairly short read um mm. this is a really good suggestion for that um and then in a very sort of different um but also equally really awesome read uh is um um is uh patricia lockwood's um 
can't remember the name of the title. It's like a sentence. Uh, no one is talking about this. Um, well, <laughs> that's, the name of it. that's how you. No one's talking what about it is. this. It's her fault really, because um, and, no one's talking about it. <laughs> which yeah, is written almost. So Patricia Lott, well, this is her first novel, uh, but she's also previously written two poetry collections and a memoir and a and, ton of tweets and a lot of tweets. And Obsessed. so this is a novel which structurally it's kind of like a collection of like almost prose poems. Like everything mm. is kind of in small little paragraph sections. And it is, yeah, very much um, based on an actual experience that the, the writer went through um, about, yeah, just sort of her life as a very online person and her kind of troubled mm. relationship with, you know, the internet and internet culture and internet fame and irony. Um, and then also an experience that she had um, with uh, a her, her newborn niece who was born with a um, developmental disorder that meant that she, she wouldn't right. live very long. Um, and so it's, yeah, it's very moving. It's very like, yeah, the, it's sort of, it's sort of about, I guess, de-ironization in a really interesting thing. I would say oh. it's its main theme. It's the idea of like, how, what do you, the, how the do you sort mean? of, the way that people are soaked in internet culture yeah, yeah. and that sort of, that kind of apathetic, well, not necessarily apathetic, but, um, that layer of irony that people have to look yep. at the world with yep. if you're so soaked in that kind of terminally online <laughs> kind of uh, However do you thing. mean? I don't relate um, to Which, this. you know, <laughs> some of us, <laughs> some of us can best? try to relate to. <laughs> um, and, Not yeah, and I, I guess it's about sort of, yeah, reprioritization <laughs> and growing up and and how, uh, yeah, so facing something like that, uh, like that in your real life and how that kind of changes your perspectives on things and how it kind of strips away where you would have had to come up with witty comments and things like that mm. going into that, yeah, being able to almost un-internet yourself somehow. Yeah. <laughs> um, but also it was about, yeah, her relationship with her niece. Um, and, uh, yeah, it's a very, very personal book. Um, and, yeah, I, I thought it was really beautiful. Um, got a little bit teary at the end. Um, and, yeah, I, would, I recommend them both. Yeah. Those are my things. Yeah. Uh, my pop corner, uh, I have two, uh, is um, so once That's All She Wrote finally opened. <laughs> I was, like, was going to say, is your pop corner was, That's, that's all, all She Wrote? Where Kaz killed it. No. Um, so when the show finally opened, we had been kind of going for quite a while and we were wanting something to do on our break day. Uh, and we have been meaning to see this film for a long time. I've seen it once mm -hmm. before, and Cass hadn't seen it. It's called Master and Commander, The Far Side of the World oh. by oh. Peter Weir. Oh. It was, has been a very popular lockdown watch. Oh, oh it's sure? worth watching. Oh, I, yeah. Well, part of me is like, I, something appeals to, like, about this appeals to me. But also, another part of me is like, it looks boring. It's, Both of those things, are, you know, yeah. are the two different sides of the coin. I wouldn't say it's never boring, yeah. but it's boring in the way that it's good if you're like, it's Sunday afternoon, I've yeah, got yeah. snacks. Oh, I'm yeah. in for the long haul. It's, so it's, it's a rainy day yeah, in winter. Is it, yeah, is it like a historical kind of like? Yeah. Well, yeah. So thing, it's it's know? like so it was a very popular during lockdown, as similar to like Lord of the Rings because it has this very epic kind of scope. Mm. So like mm. both 2003, like yeah. Billy Boyd. Uh, and so it opens with um, like these. Uh, um, old-fashioned kind of intertitles uh, with, like, written in, like... The good ship surprise yes. is on the, on the So sea. We, we learn that we're in the Napoleonic uh, Wars and uh, we are following um, a, a master and commander, uh, Russell Crowe, uh, what's it called, Lucky Jack? Yeah. Um, and uh, he is... And it starts off right off the bat with a sea battle where they get mm. absolutely decimated by this amazing French ship that is just faster, uh, the hull is a lot stronger, and 
and they the just phantom. get completely fucked. And it's <sighs> such a great way to start start the, the film. And so like it's it's just about like people being excellent and like doing their jobs really well. Because uh Lucky Jack is like on this like He's he's so prideful that he's like I want to like get them back because he's been in this ship his whole his uh, whole life. mission is that he he's supposed to capture this French ship yeah. but then mm. after they have that battle they realize the French ship is like twice as big twice as fast Sorry. like has better stuff friendship <laughs> friendship well, well funny you say that because, because there is uh, a friendship the between, core relationship of the film yeah between Paul Bettany and Russell Crowe is so sweet and so, so Paul believable Bettany is the, the he's ship a surgeon doctor. On, yeah. on it and and he has a great interest in like mm. animal in life of playing they play like the violin they and do like the, little like string duets when they learn that they're going past the Galapagos Islands which they actually shot at Paul Bettany's character is so excited because he's like oh my gosh there's so many like animals that we've never seen species. before species I want to go wow. and be a naturalist yeah. and so there's the, the, this warring struggle between uh, Lucky Jack who really admires um, the, the surgeon's character but is like but we have to like track down the ship yeah. versus yeah like yeah. Who, whose Steven. job is more more <laughs> worthy um uh it's, it's mm, really the head of the heart yeah yeah, yeah totally but there's, some, there's some strong just like if you're like i just want to see like some bros yeah historical look, bros this is a yeah. great like platonic male friendship i always film. fuck with people <laughs> okay? yeah he's always he always delivers and the level of detail that goes into like the hierarchy on the boat mm. in terms of like yeah like class uh they have the the what's it called the midshipman midshipman it's um, all the stuff the i learned boys. from Oberdin. yeah mm. it's all in there <laughs> it, and it's like this level of of, of hierarchy of 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 like mutiny, of like the doubts within the crew. They think people are like cursed. Don't want to give all the plot away, James. No, oh. totally. But I just it's which like, movie are we reviewing? I know. Yeah, it's it's two hours <laughs> no, and nineteen no, minutes of just absolute like epic filmmaking. Love it. Um, with like a real heart and soul to it, and it's really really crushing that because it's called Master and Commander: Colon the Far Side of the World because they were planning on doing like three of these films. Right. But, it's a franchise. Yeah, but, but it wasn't it successful never, enough. Wasn't successful. They are thinking about doing a prequel uh, but without Russell Crowe and Paul Bettany and if you look at the books like the the thing the far side of the world is based on is some of the later books so I had a look at this because there's like apparently there's a 20 book series what's the series what Uh, is it called it's just this guy that's just written 20 nautical books about these two dudes Captain Jack and Dr. Maturin and he was obsessed okay their friendship their various adventures, okay. just stuff that they did. Yeah. Um, but yes, apparently this film is adapted from the first book and the tenth book. <laughs> like it just oh, mixes no. them both. Yeah. yeah. So clearly they've got a lot of scope in there to do further adventures yeah. of yeah. these guys. So, it's the most dad sounding book series I've ever heard sure, of. It yeah, goes it does, beyond John really. Grisham into dad yeah. territory. Yeah. But even though it's like uh, yeah. it is like a cast almost entirely of men, like I don't think it's yeah, I mean you had a wonderful This is the thing. I'm like stuff. I personally think I don't mind that. that like yeah. all male casts like I've as a woman I find it's like, you know, I, I identify with and I can like empathize with male characters. I just think that there should be more pushes to have all female casts mm, that men exactly, can identify yeah, with. Yeah, I think exactly, that's where yeah. the, the thing yeah. is, you know, yeah. that's the balance I want. It doesn't have to be 50 50 on every film. Yeah, Absolutely. exactly. Hmm. Or if there's a token, really, it's, it yeah. reads different. Well, this one is like, yeah. if there was a woman on there, I'd be like, no one would, be, like, they, they would have yeah. killed the woman when they were looking for who was unlucky on the ship. Like, exactly. that would, <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. And, and so, uh, so that's my first pop corner. Uh, the second oh, pop corner, I actually, I want to say that I, I also just love that Russell Crowe has worked um, with both the Bittany um, Connolly household. Just saying. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, it's very true. Yeah. Uh, where was, when did he work in with 
uh, Jennifer Connelly? I'll, I'll give you two guesses. Oh, no. Okay. Because um, it's twice. Oh, damn. And one is iconic to your relationship. And one is iconic. Oh, Noah, right. Um, <laughs> we'll get to the Noah story sometime on the next bag. Um, yeah, and the other one is A Beautiful Mind. Oh, uh, yes, which I haven't actually seen. I haven't seen either um, of those films, famously. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we'll get to that. If you yeah. know, you know. You've seen the story. Um, but my second, um, Russell's really good in it, by the way. Um, his accent dips in and out, but like. It's, That's fine. Yeah. And yeah. so is. And so is Billy Boyd, which brings me to my second uh, point, is this is the reason why I felt inspired to go back and see Master and Commander, is Billy Boyd is on a podcast called The Friendship Onion. Yeah, we have talked about this previously. Oh, cool. um, Uh, With Dominic Monaghan. Yeah, yeah, yeah. um, And it is just so sweet. And but yeah, you have talked about it. Um, I, I think we talked about it tangentially because right. we were making yeah. a point about something. But yeah, feel free to expand. Have a listen. Oh, yeah. like, yeah. It's just chill. There's something about like you know Dom's like that, and he's he's so excited, and like they and Billy Billy is just. You know, they don't have any <laughs> he's, he's regard just... for, for like, peaking or anything. They're just yeah, like, yeah. should we go there? I, yeah. I think we discussed them when they were discussing the thirst trap, which was. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, so, but, they're, right. but they just, like, yes and each other. And you can yeah. get, like, this clear, like, sense of, like, energy and mates. excitement. You just that, like, love their friendship. Yeah, yeah not like through... us. We're, we're just Yeah, we're exactly. just professional we're colleagues and we never, we never yeah. see each other outside the podcast. But. But, like, you know, it translates in Lord of the Rings. And then they, like, bring in Elijah Wood to, like, play games and shoot the shit and stuff like that. And they all jammed. Does Sam not make it? Well, that's the funny thing. thing That's literally kind of how it was where, like, Sean Astin was a bit more aloof. Like, he had other values. We find out on the podcast there's a twist. They try to get Elijah to play League of Legends with them. Both famously bad at it. Elijah didn't want to do it. Then they played it with Sean Astin instead. He came in, played League of Legends with them. Oh, I didn't know that. You missed that. Is that on the latest tip? Uh, I think it was on the one you listened to. You might have missed it. Oh, maybe. Yeah. But um, so, I loved it. I loved it. I loved that love that happened. But they, so they talked about music with Elijah one time. And so they had a habit of when they were shooting, one of them would pop away to Real Groovy in Wellington and like pack out a couple of albums. Oh, yeah. And, and then uh, like bring them back. And and they like loved it. They were like discovering all of this music. And then one time Sean Astin does it. And then he brings back like Billy Joel. And they're like, <laughs> okay, well, okay, you know, it's good. Yeah. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, yeah. It's, oh, and I just love that. Oh. That's such a perfect like dynamic of like the three of them super close now and Sean. It's like, oh, oh, Sean, we Sean. Sean. Like we us, you know. We can always disappoint. Oh. And apparently, the scene as it plays out in my head. Yeah, is and, really and they hung out with Orlando quite a bit as well. Like, and he was just like parking in random areas uh, for long. James, you of can't time. just take other people's anecdotes from the other. Like, go listen to the podcast where you learn yeah. all these things. Well, but and, in, in and your they, own words. Talk about like the oddness of Vigo. As do, well. they, do they talk about or how, Viggs, how as Dominic Carlson? <laughs> how how, how um, rude what's his face was Gimli. Uh, uh, no, but there are some occasional snide comments. About <laughs> yeah, just like lightly. So there's yeah. a light spattering of John John Reese Davies. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> it's just it's just that perfect kind of podcast that you can just kind of pop on on a Sunday and just have like it kind of. So many things you do on a Sunday, like watch a movie. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Or listen Currently to a podcast. Currently record this yeah. podcast. Yeah, yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, highly recommend. It's go to f- church. Yeah. yeah. It's called, if you're so inclined. That's the, an if you know, you know. It's called the Friendship uh, Onion. So yeah, check it out. Nice. All right. Um, cool, I'll go next. Um, who else is left? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'll actually go again. I'm just going to go next. Yeah. <laughs> 
Um, uh, yeah, it's weird because we have had like three weeks since the last, or a couple yes. of weeks since the last. Um, yeah. Not a lot has happened. I think, well, I went to um, a gig last night featuring Courtney Barnett, who mm-hmm. is um, mm-hmm. an Australian indie music sensation. Um, so that was cool. It was, you know, it's good to see international artists back in Wellington and the, the gig was very low key and I finagled my way to the front. Well, not to the front, close to the front, wow. nice. um, which is a skill that mm. I didn't know I have, but you know, it's dangerous. Um, <laughs> uh, she was cool. She's very, you know, just like, uh, aloof, funny, quirky, queer girl, which is, uh, you know, I think, uh, the kind of music that our demographic would listen to. It's very Wellington. So she's been here <laughs> three times. One time she went and played the Opera House, which is why the people were seated. It's not, she's not a seated mm. kind of girl. Because uh, why is, because Wellington has no medium sized venues. venues yeah. <laughs> and obviously, <laughs> yeah. you know, yeah, as one? this one was at San Fran, oh, right. a bathhouse, San Francisco bathhouse. Mm. Um, and yeah, apparently in that, in that, Previous gig, people were just like dancing in the aisles, which, mm. you know, that's what you would do. Um, other things that I've been doing, I have been going back and watching things that, um, you know, people have consumed already. Like you guys did Starstruck a couple of, yeah. of weeks back. I, you know, I enjoyed it. It was cute. It's very mm. cute. I, I liked it. It was just like, some, I wanted more, like more of their relationship. The in between the meat, you know, like the moments. I wanted more conflict. It was just like cool. We, I don't know. I I liked it overall, but I just wanted a more more continuity with their story. I think. Um, mm. But I feel like it structurally was like made to be like let's let's take big time jumps and see different yeah, chunks within yeah, their relationship so. over the course of the time that we. I get, yeah. Uh, yeah, I know. I guess yeah, that's what it was, and it succeeded mm. in doing that. I personally, just as the rom-com smark that I am, wanted but you more. Might, you'll probably get more because season, season two, two is exactly. coming in and yeah. they're actually going to be shooting. together or at least they're going to yeah. be pursuing, trying to make a relationship work in exactly. season two. So I think yeah. there's going to be more opportunities and, for that. Yeah, that. surprise, Nikesh Patel, yeah. is that his name? Whatever. Um, the lead guy is so much better here than he was in Four Weddings and a Funeral. It, I, it, <laughs> I've not seen. Uh, but well, yeah. I feel like I'm the only person in the entire world that's seen it all the way through um, because I'm a masochist. Um, and then the other thing that I saw that a lot of people have seen already is Bridgerton, which I don't know if we've... Um, discussed in this pod but you know I was so pissed that none of them are queer <laughs> there is such an obvious like queer bait in that as well like, exactly. some, like, just as characters we were like it would just make like, sense come on to, but, yeah. but apparently they're <laughs> following the books yeah. which and it's like why would okay. like, like you don't have to be like true to the books when it's you're like adapting a series license. of historical Bridget romances just throw say. the book out the door yeah. Yeah. and make your own shit maybe Bridgerton the book series has like really rabid fans they do like, apparently cl- yeah. right. and apparently the, the really one character who is like you know right. who seems to be you know coded as gay or whatever mm. apparently his straight relationship is very beloved in the fandom and so I'm there like, we go okay, that's why because why? Oh, all right, reasons okay 
Which, okay, whatever. It was fun, though. I mean, I enjoyed it. Like, the latter it's half fun. was like, like It's fluffy yeah. and extremely stupid. But yeah, it's, yeah. it's in a fun way. And it was actually kind of sexy. Like, especially the latter half. Oh, yeah. Half. I mean, yeah. like, the, yeah. the, the Duke is, is very much yeah. cast for his, his sexual appeal. Yeah. And um, now he's a star. He's yeah. left the show. Yes. Yeah. He's yeah. like, I have done, I've taken from this what I needed. Yeah. And now I I'm I have go never seen us, like, in recent times, anyways, a star, like, emerge so quickly. Mm. Like, mm. literally, because his show dropped overnight and yeah. then he was just a star <laughs> like okay like yeah. what are you doing it's like who is this guy yeah. i gotta know more I yeah we're everyone... all on the same page if you, <laughs> you there's, know that, there's that sequence of him like rolling up his sleeves and everyone was just like oh yes yeah. this is this mm. is what women want this men slowly like yeah. doing up their sleeves. it is yeah yeah it's a very sexy moment yeah, what else did it? I also enjoyed that, like, Nicola Coughlin from Dairy Girls yes. always just is yeah. preternaturally, like, going to play, just going to play teens because yeah. she can actually pull it off. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Not that's like the other 30-year-olds play. She's 34. <laughs> like, yeah, that's come the one, on. The, the, the Eloise is the one that just yeah. cracked I, me up. Because she's she 31. Was, she was so, like, her voice is so deep. I love her, and though. And the way that she carried herself was so mature and it did not feel at all like she was younger than the she, other one. Yeah. <laughs> like, she particularly did, just just being like, this is my older sister. I'm like, no, I am yeah, not buying no. it for a minute. I like, like her though. I liked her as but yeah, they, But they clearly cast yeah. it because they liked her for that yeah. character yeah. and had not thought about like, this character is supposed to be 15. Yeah. <laughs> like, she looks like a young Laura Linney to me, like in the face. <laughs> like, and, yeah. um, and also Jonathan Bailey, who we I know from Crashing, is always good to see as the oldest brother. Yeah, and straight. apparently season two is his... His book. His thing. Yeah, his yeah, book. Right. Yeah. Um, I don't know if I'm going to watch it, but maybe. Yeah. I don't know. It's yeah. like, it's fun. Yeah, it's yeah, fun. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Um, and the last thing I want to talk about is um, I watched Cruella a couple of weeks back, which <gasps> oh. seems like a lifetime ago now because I watched it like, you know, maybe the the Monday that we after we recorded the last episode. Right. Um, what are your thoughts? Beautiful gowns. Beautiful gowns. That's what I hear. <laughs> yeah. Lovely gowns, beautiful I, gowns. I actually had a good time because, you know, I was expecting, you know, a really bad movie, but I, I enjoyed it. Like, yeah, that's it was fun. I it was like um, better than you think, but not, I don't know. Yeah, it's, well, it's I, fun. I mean, like, it's not like you're not going to go to the movies and be, come out being like, well, that was bad. Yeah. It was, I mean, it's like the quality you expect. It's not great, but it's fun. And it's... Hmm. Beautiful gowns, and the gowns are really yeah. beautiful. Yeah. So that trash gown. That oh, the trash, the trash gown. Although I still don't know if I love Emma Stone's English accent. It sounds very like, you know, generic. Like you know when it's very I put on. It's yeah. Ve- yeah, it's just kind of like I've learned this, yeah. but it doesn't have a lot of character to it. It's like when Kate Winslet does a generic American Kate American accent. It's like hmm. the, I'm just doing the vowels because this is how my Accent coach taught me. Mm. Yeah. Um, but thankfully, she's rectified that with Mayor of East End, where she does a, apparently a flawless and Delco accent. Mayors. <laughs> oh! <laughs> Let's move. It's like you are waiting for a waiting for a little segue. Or rather, gallop to our feature presentation. Let's hot to trot. Feature presentation. So we have picked Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, which is available on Netflix. Mm. And this pick, it was not my pick, 
Well, uh, well it but wasn't Jamesy's pick exactly. But, yeah. but well, Cass uh, and Matt learned that uh, it has a deep connection. Well, yeah. So should we talk about each of our, our previous connections? Well, I think we spirit. should talk about what led to to yes. um, yeah. picking Spirit. Well, we actually had a different film we planned. Did. We did. For um, this episode, mm-hmm. but we were running it. Our, our schedules were a bit tight this week. Yeah. The, the film was a bit longer, and it was you know. Not necessarily the lightest film. It's yeah. a film we will return to, but we will More leave that. More on that. We're, we're very excited to. Um, so we yes. want some, wanted yeah. something like quick and, and snappy. Uh, yeah. Under that 90 minute mark. Mm. And yeah, we were just scrolling through Netflix and we were, I, I, I suggested Spirit, yeah, I think. Came up on there. A and James. Options. James latched onto Spirit. Mm. <laughs> because yeah. He rode that horse. He rode that yes. horse all the way out of the park. Because Spirit. Uh, was one of my uh, like childhood uh, watches, and uh, uh, we watched it a lot. Uh, I would have a habit of just skipping to the songs sometimes. Well, uh, there's, <laughs> I mean, yeah. So basically, so, the whole movie. You basically so watched so the whole had movie. You, had you seen Spirit before this, Matt? I don't remember. Genuinely, <laughs> because I definitely have the spirit toy. I I had the spirit Happy Meal from McDonald's. I remember that. But I mean, you just gone. That means you went to McDonald's well, that's, that's at some point I mean. while Spirit was in cinema. But also, that mean I also don't about... remember if because I feel like I have seen Spirit, but watching it, I don't remember any of it. So I may have seen it, or most. I'm like seventy five percent sure that I haven't. But also, there's a twenty five percent there that so, I may have. I have a strong memory of yeah. seeing Spirit in the cinemas because I went with my my. Friend friend Ruby from primary school who owned a horse. Um, Shout out. Well, wow. slash her grandma owned a horse and she said that she owned it because it was her family's, sure. well, when which you're is that, fair enough when you're nine. When you're nine, you don't know, you don't own it. That's how anything. ownership works. Yeah, yeah. So um, you own And everything. so obviously yeah. it was very into horses. And so we went to go and see this movie with mm-hmm. just my mum, I think me, her, and my brother. Mm. And we were the only people in the cinema. <laughs> wow, Nathan really snuck in there. Really, didn't yeah. He? But uh, yeah, we were the only people at the cinema, uh, yeah. our group. So it was. I feel like it's the only experience I've ever had of just going to a public screening of something and just no one else would be like, maybe somebody else will come in and just, nope. Yeah. <laughs> Standing up watching the whole I've thing. I've had that, but with quite popular films like Viva Vendetta well. and Batman Begins, mm. both of which I think I was like, there should be more people here. Yeah. Uh, if, yeah. There's, I think the most iconic one for me was I saw Before Midnight and it was me, like it was in a big theater uh. and it was me and another lady. I was like towards the back, she was towards the front and both of us were crying and yeah. we were just like, <laughs> as we both left this the theater, we were just like... Okay. Yeah, just like sounds, slow. It sounds like, very funny for that franchise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we were just like we were just yeah. like quietly acknowledged each other and like went our separate it's lovely. ways. Uh, see, this is the thing is, uh, so yeah, we saw it by ourselves um, and I remember being quite bored <laughs> and then oh. later on, for whatever reason, um, discovering that the DVD had the special bonus feature. You know, but like DVD yeah. special features that yeah. you could put in the computer that were additional like computer only special mm. features. And so this one, it turned into a CD-ROM and it had a little movie maker system in there oh. where you basically had little gifts of running horses and backdrops and different music tracks okay. and you could like drag and drop them and to create your own movie out of the spirit characters, which was incredible to me because <laughs> that's all I wanted to do was like make animated yeah. films. Um, so I think we ended up buying the DVD purely because I wanted to play this game that was right. like the CD-ROM extra game. And I like never watched it again, but we would just put it in the computer and yeah. I would like make I little horses. I'd like make them do little movies. We, we it was so fun. Like, there was like an X-Men one that 
like did yeah. that. Um, where it wasn't like the movie, but it was like, yeah, it was just that, that, that it was just looping GIFs. Yeah. And then you could make them move across the stage. Yeah, like, it was like screen. over like mo- looping backgrounds and you could yeah. put like different music tracks in and then you could like do like next cut into another background and then put different characters in and then you'd save and export it was the, the movie. Because so you could, cool. You could just make your own movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But the, and that was your palette. That yeah. was what you worked with. I don't relate to that, <laughs> but, but also I, what I do relate to is that like thing where you force your parents to buy a thing just for like one thing about it and not really <laughs> yeah. the main thing. I remember like when I had a PS1, there was like, you know, there were uh, games obviously and like there was a Mulan game mm-hmm. and there was a game with Mulan and three other games. <laughs> And I wanted to buy just the Mulan game. And, and my like, mom but you get and, two more games. Yeah, yeah. And the other, and the person selling it was like, you get like three more games of this one. And I was just like, No, no I, I, want re- the I just want game. the Mulan one. <laughs> <laughs> Your child logic is is so dumb. Yeah, but because it's a pretty case sometimes. Yeah, 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 I guess so. Yeah. yeah. Or this like I remember I, I could had not a, care um, if the other games lived or died. This is so, this is a, <laughs> totally getting off onto sidetrack now. But like I, the, one of my first games that I ever remember playing as a kid was the CD-ROM like animated storybook of the Lion King, which was basically yeah. just like little mini games. It made for like yeah, like primary, like pre-primary kindergarten age kids, which yeah. is how old I was when I was playing this. And it was like yeah, you do things like you. Mufasa and Simba look up at the stars and on that page you like connect the like dots of the stars that kind of <laughs> cool. thing mm. and so it was like cute little stuff like that, that story of fun. Lion King yeah. plays it through and you play little mini games except that if you turned the disc over maybe it was another game on the other side which Damn. was Hunchback of Notre Dame oh but I had God. never pl- seen Hunchback of uh, Notre Dame so every time I'd put it in it upside down accidentally I'd be like ah ah what's, <laughs> what this? what's ah. this I had to work out how to, to exit it and try yeah. to get rid of it because I was like I was just offended by yeah, having rules? to play the wrong yeah. thing the yeah. attachment you have as a kid. What's this from? Like, what is this? Oh. Um, but I, I, I remember with DVDs though. Like, I, do you remember the Shrek Two DVD? Did anyone ask? I never that? had it no, I don't because think so. they were like the age of Easter eggs on DVDs. Was oh, just so yes. intense. Where you like you go on a certain thing and then push right when you wouldn't think to push right, and then suddenly you've got this whole extra clip that's available. Like yeah. Easter eggs on DVDs was the best. Oh my god! There's just a whole generation of people who will never know um, audio commentary culture. Yeah, yeah. the featurettes. Yeah, like mm. watching a film deleted and then scenes, and then watching mate. it. Deleted scenes. Watching the deleted scene, but also like watching a film and then immediately watching it again with the with audio the commentary. commentary. Yeah. Come uh, on. Yeah. It's a, a pretty time. bespoke experience for the certain generation mm. and um, above. <laughs> um, but that was our, where did we go from there? That, so that's all so our experience I, with it? Yeah, I mean, I yeah. think we've all talked about our, our own experience with it, but just, I think James has kind of undersold how the level mu- just of how much. Oh, yeah, I, I didn't fully kind of this movie. Uh, just yeah. complete it. Uh, because I can, I can sing along to the songs, like, word for word, and uh, do, like... <laughs> also, I did not know that yes, Spirit had I didn't remember songs. Spirit had songs, well, and then yeah. suddenly I'm just sitting here and the instrumental comes up and, and James the, is humming along, and I'm like, what? What's happening? <laughs> and then this next the song comes. It's about like oh, I'm free. I'm a horse. I don't know what the <laughs> I don't know the songs, but James does, and he's singing along with like this. Thing. And then the next get off my back, the hey, best song. Get off my back. And James is singing along, doing a Brian Adams impression. Yeah. It's, it was. It was. I just didn't know <laughs> that, that was. That, that was. Really hurt my voice. Oh, I'm. I'm free. I'm a horse. <laughs> I'm free. I'm a horse. I don't know. Yeah. They're all like that that's, classic that's, single. It's basically all the songs. That Academy Award winning song. I'm free. I'm a horse. <laughs> I'm free. I'm a horse. 
Um, you know. Um, but we have talked about spirit, but we have not talked about the what happens in this movie. And uh, Matt Lovarines is to gonna is segment. gonna tackle it. Yeah, movie in a minute. Mm-hmm. So I'm just gonna get the timer out as you recap Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, in one minute, Mm -hmm. starting from now. So Spirit is a wild Mustang, and he's like the leader of his like tribe of free wild animals, wild horses, sorry. And then, um, you know, one time he spots (laughs) like a fire in a camp, and so he like investigates it, and it's like a camp of soldiers. They capture him. And then they, like, put him in the post. They try to break him in, um, but that doesn't work. Also in the camp, in the in the soldier's camp, in the soldier's... 30 seconds. Oh, God. Um, is Little this. Creek. Little Creek was also captured, who's a Lakota man. Um, they break free from, from the camp. And then uh, L- uh, Little Creek tries to tame him. Um, and then... Uh, 15 seconds. Spirit falls in love with Rain. Another uh, horse. Another horse. <laughs> and then uh, the, the, the soldiers um, conquer the cow. <laughs> and then um, they, uh, uh, spirit uh, works, works. <laughs> oh, my God. I am brilliant. You nearly they, had it. Uh, um, uh, spirit. <laughs> spirit works. And to, 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 to gosh. Yeah. To spirit, spirit manages to save Rain's life. Um, yeah, yeah. Like Rain is almost killed by the the soldiers, but then like basically has to outrun a train and like yeah. also like gets captured. It sets the other horses free from well, the like, train. Yeah, destroy the train that is headed to Spirit's hometown. Yeah, it's gonna blast the hometown. But yeah, yeah he he convinces the rest of the horses to break free and have a rebellion. Um, and then he jumps uh, a massive cliff with Little Creek and, and earns finally the lets Little Creek of, ride him the because marshal. they've learned each other's respect. Yeah. And then yeah, the marshal's like. Um, Ah, I think this is the colonel. Oh, the, the colonel is colonel, like, the this colonel, horse, he's, he's won this time. Yeah, yeah. And he yeah. goes he respects back. him begrudgingly. Yeah. yeah. Um, and then go off and ride. Yeah. yeah then, then, they, oh, yeah, Rain and Spirit go and join the tribe yeah, of wild little, horses again. Yeah, and joins and his mum, yeah. uh, uh, who looks yeah. real tired all the time. She's doing like, Excuse me. Eyes. Okay. She's, no, a, she's just got those sleepy, like, just, like, bedroom eyes, like, look. Like, hey. All right. Thank you for bailing me out, but I think we're going to have, we're going to have a fight in our customary Section. Oh, yeah. Yeah. MVP says hot butter. <laughs> no specially pleasing. Did you forget about the segment? I completely forgot we did the segment. I'll, I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> okay. The whole time, especially in the early sections, and then in the last, I was like, damn, Spirit's mom is a MILF. <laughs> She's a mare I love. To follow. <laughs> she does her bone structure. Yeah. She looks, oh, honestly, Rain is my runner up. She's also very hot. She's mm-hmm. got the bone structure. It's but very- she's about 20 years younger than, than the mom, the unnamed mom. And if you have a 20 year head start and look just as good as the girlfriend, girl, you are doing something right. Yeah. Um, also, shout out to Spirit, who is showing his ass all the time yes. for some reason, and I'm kind of into it. So, but she's, you know, he is from his mom's. Uh, He's got the good genes. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I've got to say, this is this film is very like. We'll talk about the animation of the film later, but like this film, if you've, if you've seen that meme where it's like we have to show which is the boy wolf and which is the girl wolf in animated yeah. films, and like the girl wolf is always like a triangle face, yeah, giant like 
almonds. Her bone structure, eyes. their bone structure is amazing. But that's very much what they've done with these horses. But I have to agree. I feel like Spirit's mum is of the two female horses, which are clearly the most like sexy horses. Yeah. Those two. <laughs> I yeah, think the mum is 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 slightly is hey, stronger. You could definitely the pick you know Little horse. Creek if you want because he does have a body. You could pick any of the soldiers. I mean, if you we'll want. talk about I, the animation, I, but I feel like the horses have yeah, to win it. I was going to say what you're the talking about because clearly the most attractive horse is Spirit himself <laughs> because Spirit is like a a copy cocky Mustang and he he's knows got it. eyebrows and he he's like, got he eyebrows he's got personality like he 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 is free in people he is running free he doesn't let anybody ride him do you like, think okay just there's a total you, top energy do you think that. Matt, oh, Matt Damon. Excuse me, total top energy. <laughs> when he shows his ass every yeah, second. His ass excuse is me. Out all the time. So every time he sees Little Creek, he's just then, teasing him with his butt. Like, but then he's like, you can't have this. Yeah. You don't get it. Do you think that Matt Damon voicing the thoughts of spirit makes him hotter or less hot? That's that's not canon less in my mind. Less hot. Less hot. I feel like it's less, right? Less. I feel like it's a negative. Well, we'll hot. get to that because, like, I don't think the inner voice of spirit is Matt Damon or Brian Adams. The inner voice of spirit comes through very clearly with just his nays and his like, <laughs> he's like, get over there. James. A new voice acting job. <laughs> voice, um, you you might um you know book a job in the in the next spirit hey, I mean, um spinoff because spirit, there is two's coming out. There right? is a yeah. lot of spirit spinoffs. So there, yes. Well, I mean, before we move on to talking about well, yeah, our bottles, but there's a whole like TV series. There is a lot called of spirit, spirit writing free, and there are like multiple series of that, and then various movies. Uh, these are well, these spin-offs. are spinoffs. Some these, of them are television. Some yeah. of them are movies. Yeah. Um, um, attracting the talents such as Jake Gyllenhaal and, and Julianne Moore. Moore. Well, that is Spirit Untamed, which is the the sequel um, or the like spinoff to the. the Doesn't film. look like a sequel. Oh, to Spirit. that three D one is the, is a sequel to the is the actual sequel that's coming out. Yeah, so that's like the official what? like bigger oh, no. bigger film. So that one. That so one, all of these sequels and spinoffs. I got to say, by the way look very bad and yeah. they all have like they're all like a little girls there and suddenly it's about her and her friends and I'm like I'm sorry our protagonist Spirit yeah. is supposed, Spirit's supposed to be look, the protagonist I don't well, care about look, these human characters yeah, there's, look, like, in there's the like original... a hierarchy of bad because like this TV um, series that I'm showing you here is like Really yeah. shocking viewers yeah. that we're showing you here. Yeah, yes, sorry, we are watching this and it's a famously really visual medium. Um, cast but in. then, like the the trailer that we saw of Spirit Untamed, it, it still looks bad. Some it janky three D, yeah, like it's but it's like a look, tiny step up because you know Spirit in the original is implied to you know Spirit fucks. Yeah, but like mm. not not in these, no. these sequels. Yeah. No, he's been it's, tamed. It's very tame. I mean, the whole point is he's an untamable horse. Exactly. Yeah. And so I don't want him to be being written by a small child. And I don't see his butt in my face every second exactly. in that trailer. Exactly. No. Yeah. He's he's the camera is skirting around it. Yeah. Whereas these two directors and animators, they know. Yeah. So is it time for us to talk about our bottles? One last thing I want to say, but Spirit Untamed, they do use Wildest Dreams, Taylor's version, <laughs> yeah. clearly. Wildest. Oh, How no. things have changed okay. from what year did this Bro- come out? 2002. 2002. From 2002, Brian Adams to Dude. whenever Spirit Untamed came out with T Swift. Yeah. Um, I mean, I've never seen them in the same room as mm. one another. Famously, oh, wait, no. I was going to say famously, Brian Adams remade. Track for track, nineteen eighty nine, but that's Ryan Adams, oh. the one we do not talk of. 
Because mm. he was a bad husband to Mandy Moore and other women. I thought that was the same guy. Now I'm Brian and Ryan? Yeah. <laughs> Brian is Summer of 69. Yeah. And Ryan is indie Darling. Is he an actor? Or? No, he's like an indie musician. Uh-huh. So he's like, they're both musicians. Brian uh, is like... This is what, like, like Brian, fusion. Is, no, is, no, is Brian clear, is like right? classic rock. Brian is like Summer 69. Yeah. Um, Robin, Prince of think, Th- Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. I think uh, I'm older. just realizing now that yeah. like, I just don't know Brian Adams exists. Oh, sure. <laughs> like, I just don't know who Brian Adams <laughs> right, is. Right, right, right. But, right, you know, okay. Brian Adams is he- yeah. featured heavily in this film. Yeah. Uh, providing, and his husky yeah, voice. A lot of tracks. And it's it's in the, for those that haven't seen this film, the music is in the tradition of Tarzan, where it's like an unnamed singer is kind of yeah. giving a little bit of narration in, also, through it's, song. It's as set opposed in to, the 1800s? Yeah I, yeah, I think early 1800s I looked yeah. up. Yeah, it's yeah. kind of during the, the the old West times when the, yeah. the, the colonizers are moving westward. 1889. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, so some stuff that's good. What do we enjoy about it? Um, I think the animation is good in this. Yeah, film. Like really good. Yeah. And I think Surprisingly. One thing that we noticed when we were talking about when we were watching the film, and I think, yeah, it's related back to our MVP picks, is that something that I think was <laughs> specifically specific choice that they made when they were making this film is to make the horses' faces so much more expressive and lifelike oh. and interesting than the humans' faces. And even yeah. though I think, like, Little Creek is a lot more expressive and interesting than yeah. the, the colonel and all of the other um, other kind of goons, um, it's definitely a choice that's made to make us really oh. empathise with the horse characters, and that's clearly our, our protagonists. Yeah. And the humans somehow feel a bit more alien and weird and strange, yeah. and you can't yeah. quite guess I what also, they're up to. I also love that the horses are horses and that they're not dogs. Yes. You know, because most animals are just dogs. Well, this is the thing. It's like I looked, so I did some research on this yeah. as I was watching, but they had an actual horse that was their like model that they, they based the movement off. Oh, yeah. So they had like a, a horse that they studied the movement and they you drew know. it based on that. And you can tell it comes out in the in the it, movement. I wonder if he's the the, the horse Tom Cruise, <laughs> famous. I'm real cocky. Well, no, isn't. I guess so. Yeah. Mm. I was going to say the famous um, inspiration for Aladdin. Hmm. Based on Tom Cruise's yeah. likeness, I have heard this. Yeah, what? Yeah. yeah, Aladdin's based on Tom Cruise. Makes sense, doesn't it? <laughs> Think about him, James. Are you having a moment? <laughs> <laughs> what? Tom Cruise, his look—it was based on Tom Cruise. Aladdin's look was based on Tom Cruise. Yeah. his look is Tom Cruise, but Aladdin's yeah, yeah, yeah. look was based on Tom he's Cruise, like, but brown. He's like, sh- yeah, he's like short prince vibes. You know, that kind of like cocky kind of yeah. jumping around. That's what the animators. That's what they did when they were designing him as a character. So We've just broke your brain. Yeah. I just don't associate those two properties together at all. Well, what anyway, the fuck? they had a horse. I don't know the name of the horse. Maybe yeah, it was right. Tom. Do well. they do they have a a milf horse as well? I believe life? it was just the one horse. And just, just the one dead horse. It was actually but, the mayor of East Town. Yeah, the mayor of East Town herself. Um, but yeah, so I think that's why yeah the movement looks really good. But also like one thing that I noticed that was generally pretty good here as well is that the 2D, 3D kind of thing yeah. works really yeah. quite yeah. seamlessly Absolutely. most of the time. Because it's one of those ones where they've got 2D animation for the most part, but there's some 3D built environments oh. for mm. it. Which, it feels organic. Yeah, to compared to like use. Treasure Planet, which mm. is a similar time. Oh my God, also so came out the same year. Same year. Both, mm. both nominated for the Academy Award. Alongside, alongside Lilo and Who Stitch, won? Ice Age, and the winner. Clear winner, Spirited Away. Obviously. Oh, yeah. oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. Everybody else go home. But hey, come on. It's like if, if, if we rank those, it's we like Spirited those. Away. But the other Spirited four. Away, Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. I would say. Oh, well, oh, let's oh, 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 But yes, but I think. 
think compared to Treasure Planet, where I think every time I saw the three 3- 3D animation, I was like, gross, gross, gross. I think the 3D canyons and stuff looks cool here. Oh, sorry, James is still recovering from that moment. From that. Guys, we have a real loose episode for you today. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Is <laughs> it a little bit coy? A bit coy uh, yeah, so yeah, when we start the film with like an eagle like soaring through like a canyon. Yeah. Uh, an eagle representing like freedom of the USA. Um and like, yeah, we're going through these like cliffs and it looks beautiful. Yeah, yeah my favorite shots of the movie were like the um the environment shots, they were really yeah. nice. They look yeah. like paintings sometimes. Yeah, it's yeah. really cool. And I think the way that you use the movement through the, those environments is also really well done. Yeah. And it's very like, you know, yeah, rollicking, like freedom, the wild a, west. And there's very, a massive yeah. train like rolling down a hill just about to crush spirit. <laughs> oh, yeah, that randomly <laughs> turns into a, um, an action movie. That I love. Ex- it slaps. explodes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Explosions. See, yeah. this is um, the Tom Cruise connection. Different film, though. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, um, another thing I feel like we should this is this is not really a, a bottle or a banana necessarily this is just another like fact that we should point out is that despite James having this really big connection to this film James is afraid of horses yes yeah and I think perhaps that the the amount of animal violence in this film yeah, all the kicks. <laughs> is an example of why that is and yeah. I'm wondering if there is a deep seated connection between yeah. seeing this film where spirit does kick a lot of men like <laughs> to the point where many of them would have died like of course it's a G-rated film they're all fine but like spirit would have or, murdered a lot of people well I, I, I think like because it's like with horror films, like if there's a killer on screen and he's stabbing people, I'm not going to be like, ah, oh, my body. Um, in a similar way, like this is totally safe for me to watch because I know that it's all fake. It's, yeah. you know, yeah. obviously a horse. But when you actually like go close to a horse, and it's the same with cows as well, they are so like big. Like they, they are, are so like, big. muscular and like it's an incredible like feat of nature. But like they're like big and they don't think like humans they have like a brain in their own like way and there's a relationship with a horse i've never they have a brain done in that way um, there's a brain but it's just like if they're like you're behind me i wish to kick you like they will and they yeah. spit yeah and they bite yeah like feeding one at the zoo or like um what's that other place i fed a horse before i fed like a horse what's the, what do you mean what's Stag the other lands. place I'll a farm yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's not the zoo the other place but like i guess so it's it's less to do with spirit and it's yeah. more to do with like christopher reeve who fell off a horse mm-hmm. and you know was paralyzed because of it it's just like the idea that you're doing something for fun that is like this joyous kind of thing Mm. It's to do with risk. It's like, I'm not going to, like, jump out of an airplane because that doesn't, like, I'm sure the experience is absolutely exhilarating. Mm. And this may change. This is just where I am kind of currently. But it's just, like, the idea of a parachute not happening and then just splatting. It's just like, well, I enjoy life and, you know, that would be annoying for me because I would be dead. (laughs) (laughs) Love would be annoying. Quite annoying to die. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Um, And so the idea of being like thrown off a horse or kicked by a horse, like, I don't know, it's just something so like random and cruel that life can kind of give you that I'm like, I'll I'll appreciate from afar. Hmm. Um, Yeah. yeah. But not yeah. when it's animated. You're you're there. 
And I'm there. So I guess this is maybe this is why you like Spirit Switch because it gives you the experience of like you know yeah. being a horse, riding a horse. That I kind love of how we just therapize James. Well, yeah. I'm just I'm just like I'm, I'm I'm like I'm just wanting to know about this connection because like having learned about the how how important Spirit is to you as a child has yeah. now just maybe I'm like I've got to reconfigure yeah. my understanding. It's the duality of love and spirit, yet <laughs> being afraid but, but of not wanting to ride a horse yourself. Yeah. Well, so like so like one of the like pristine kind of images that I have in my mind of a horse is I'm in Raglan, right? Beautiful, like, beach place. And someone is riding their horse, and it's going, like, full tilt. And there's something... It's the same with people running, too. Like, watching (laughs) the human anatomy just... Or horse anatomy go absolutely, like, hundo. Well, no, like... And all the muscles are, like, working as one. It's tensing, yeah, yeah. You're just, like... Shit, that's like why, like shit. I want to fuck that horse. <laughs> it's not fucking, but it's like it's like why like horse racing is so yeah. exhilarating as well as like who's gonna win. But it's just like it's, they're animals that are created to run and yeah, so watching exactly. run is very yeah, like, and it's beautiful. exciting to watch. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's poetic. Yeah, poetry in motion. Yeah, exactly. Some might say. Yeah, and that's why like that's why I like horses more than cows. I'm like, cows yeah, they can't like, run. <laughs> imagine having a cow race. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> but the reason I why I, I would people rode cows. It's very funny. But to like, they call it cowboys for a reason. Like, cows have their own. Like, why are they called cowboys <laughs> and not horse boys? <laughs> They, I mean, in other countries they are, right? It's because it's English that they yeah. just call them cows. Yeah. Anyway, yeah. Like, cows have their own appeal because you can look at their face and it's endlessly <laughs> fascinating. Because it, you're just like, and it's staring at you and you're like, oh. And a horse is interesting too. You look at their eyes, big, beautiful eyes. and then they can You know whose faces I cannot get over? Goats. What are Goats. their eyes? Goats are horrifying. They've yes. got rectangular pupils. <gasps> It's terrifying, and yeah. goats goats just have a face of evil. Whereas, like, horses feel, like, active because they fucking run all the time. They're like, yeah, I can do that shit. Like, whereas cows are like, whatever. Cows you are know. just no thoughts and getting empty. Same, right? same with sheep, just, too. Yeah. They're just fucking about. Um, and that's fascinating because it's yeah. like, what is their life? They're just like, I'm going to eat, I'm going to shit, I'm going to sleep. Yeah. They <laughs> jump know. over fences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They shoot them quite fast. Yeah. Um, and yeah, goats are just like yeah, from the devil, like black feet from <laughs> the witch. Um, yeah. Anyway, so that's my animal cornucopia. Um, yeah. Why do I? Yeah, horses are fascinating. I've never ridden one. Maybe someday I'd ride a horse, but like, yeah, um, yeah I think it's definitely like female coded as well. Like horses, that that horse girl kind of thing. Oh. Um, interesting thing I think about Spirit as a film is that it is like a fairly, I guess you're looking at like in terms of its gender spectrum of film Mm. it feels like it's more made for a boy audience. It is, yeah. But it's like I think that maybe that's the miscalculation that was made by the Mm. studio is that they didn't realise how female like associated horses are Mm. weirdly, like it's like which is like the whole thing, the horse girl concept I think it's because of princesses and maybe, but I think I remember (laughs) when I was a kid there were a whole lot of like girl targeted books which were about like horses perspectives, but not even My Little Ponies like in a very sort of spirit style like I am a noble stallion and my my name is Thunderclap and I am the king of the horses of this era and like like, there was many different book series about that and like the other horse movies like Black Beauty and The Horse Whisperer Flicker 
yeah, are all like more like towards a female gaze. Yeah. Secretary. It's the you know the yeah. what's the Bojack what's the horse show the horse show in the what's the horse show in New Zealand Mystic. Mystic. Where it's about like it's about a it's a yeah it's about a girl that manages to tame a wild horse. Whereas like this is very much like the writer who wrote the script had previously just done westerns, Uh, and I feel like you can tell that because it's very much like it's a western written from a horse's perspective. It is about like yeah 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 it's it's there's some yeah it's it's about the sort of metaphor of like the horse is America, the horse is the West. Yeah, but in <laughs> And Westerns, he cannot be tamed, and that's why he has to be free. Exactly, like, yeah. but in Westerns it's all about the individuals and, mm. like, them and it's against a very, the landscape. Yeah, it's, like, a weird thing where horses in that context, it's very male-coded, but, like, a, an animated film about horses seems like it's a thing that would be for girls. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like that mismatch is why this film didn't hit, weirdly. It's, well, like, because, like, I think girls went to see it, like, me and my friend went to go see it at nine, like, yeah. my, my horse girlfriend, and both of us were just like, oh, this is kind of boring because it was kind of like this yeah. big sort of like well, I think epic roaming landscape yeah, about the American West. And it, it didn't uh, not hit, but it was like it's kind of standing as like this like strange like cop classic. That but it's well, I don't I don't know if cop classic is correct. <laughs> well, no, but, but like, I think the reason why all of these trash sequels are about like a yeah. little girl now meets spirit and her and her friends who are girls are now the protagonists and they're gonna like ride all these horses around and it's all because, and it goes to that traditional horse girl narrative. Yeah, that's how yeah. they make money. Yeah, because that's yeah. where they were like, oh, that's think, what we should have commercialized. I think spirit into. is well, like literally just one of those films that was aimed for kids that you know, was released during our childhood, really. It was just like, Mm, at that time when it was like, you know, the Disney Renaissance was winding down and something had to like, you know... (laughs) <laughs> fill the void and yeah. it was this treasure planet it's it all these sort of yeah like you know. kind of lesser entries into yeah. yeah yeah and well I think the reason why it's quite like fascinating and like quite special is because like you look at the trailer for Spirit Untamed and it's all about the individual oh, like it, girl it, it, and Spirit is just like this accessory of mm. like and they say like oh you've got the spirit 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 they like can't stop saying that fucking saying the word um, and it's nothing <laughs> to do with time. like there's a thing that's kind of like revolutionary about like this film I or, think like, which really could special. have been which we'll talk about well yes. yeah, yeah totally but like I think like a large part of it in my mind is like um, is that it It, it really uh, tells the story from Spirit's perspective. And a lot of the filmmaking choices Ooh, are, yeah. like, are communicating, like, look, you need to go over there right now. And then the other horse looking back and be like, okay, cool, got it. Like, just with looks. Without having to have any talking yeah, horses. Yeah. 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 Um, it's all just yeah, like that really that, skilled that's animation. Like, yeah. That's, like, a big thing about this movie is that the, the animals don't talk, mm. which I loved. Yeah, it's, it's done like, really well. Because yeah, like, yeah. they communicate in a way that we read. can understand them, yeah. but it doesn't feel that unnatural thing of having to have them do Absolutely. dialogue. Absolutely. And it's, um, yeah, their faces are, and their and their bodies are just doing all the actions. And I think that's really cool yeah. animation. Um, There's this quote from Roger Ebert uh, in his review that I really, really like. Um, where what I'm if we drink every time we say spirit? Would that be <laughs> yeah. so the, you shot of a spirit of some kind? Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. We would be on the ground. Yeah. We would, we'd, uh, we'd already, <laughs> this said, is a loose enough podcast. And, 
and it's something that you noticed as well. So well done on, on noticing something that uh, Ebert also noticed. Is I've never a, seen them in the same place at the same time. That's very true. Yeah. yeah. Um, uncluttered by comic uh, supporting characters and cute sidekicks, Spirit is more pure and direct than most of the stories we see in animation. A fable I suspect younger viewers will strongly identify with. Mm. Like it is like directly going and very earnestly and very like wholesomely yeah. going. Yeah. Let's tell the story of this horse and how he won't be tamed and then his friendship yeah, I, with a man. I think I, it's interesting that it's not a comedy. No, exactly. Yeah. It is a, an epic drama. There is some an comedic adventure. moments. But, like, yeah, but, mom, it's, but, they're it's, moments. In, but yeah. it's moments in an, in an yeah. action drama, basically. And that's what yeah. I really appreciated about this movie is that it's just such a simple story. It's, yeah. Which I failed to summarize in a minute. But, Somehow, but that's, yeah. that's your own special skill. We're all special in different ways, <laughs> as my mom says. <laughs> um, but yeah, it is really just like horse wants to be with his family. Yeah. Bad guys want to capture horse. Like good guys still like, you know, still trying to capture horse, but in a nicer and friendlier way. Yeah. And yeah. then, yeah, they earn each other's Horse shows ass. Horse goes back. Everything. Has, gets girlfriend and goes back yeah. home. Horse wants to fuck. Everything. Yeah. It's got everything. Yeah. And the Horses' mum is hot. Everything yeah. that you ever want. Well, and they spend a long <laughs> amount of time with, like, just chill out kind of time with, like, want, wanting to fuck and, like, getting to know rain and stuff oh my like God. that. Yeah, that sequence reminded me of the Nala fuck sequence. It's very, yeah. like, the yeah. can you feel the love yeah. tonight sequence. The Nala yeah. fuck eyes, which yeah, Ray did not quite eyes. give, but, you know, yeah. same vibe. Yeah. And then, like, and Lots of like, like nuzzle, like, is, like yeah, the, the touching. big nuzzling and the <laughs> and yeah, then, the yeah. scene where like the, so that's one of Little Creek's tactics for taming Spirit is that he ties a rope around Spirit and then ties it to Rain rather than tying him to a post. Yeah, and yeah. so Rain then because she's like one of the horses that uh, the Lakota tribe has. Um, yeah, like it's part of their stable of horses. Mm. Uh, she's like, I want to stay here with my friends. And Spirit's going like, no, I want to go free. And this is all told through silence and just yeah. through, through physical yeah. acting of the, the, the how he ta- torn he is between, oh, this new girlfriend horse versus mm. like go home freedom. to my mom. Yeah. yeah. Go to freedom. Yeah. Um, one thing, speaking of the, the Lakota tribe, mm. one thing I did appreciate from this film is that all the voice actors for the Lakota yeah. um, characters were played by Native Americans. Yes, yeah. I which I don't know if they were specifically and I feel Lakota, like but that is still yeah. very rare for 2002. Like, exactly, that seems yeah. very forward thinking for 2002. Totally. <laughs> Even though so much about this didn't love um, the voice acting for <laughs> Little Creek. But I'm like, what did but, he have to say? Exactly. He's just like, come on, yeah, exactly. over here. Like, there's not very it's the human characters but aside. I can, the human characters are I not can important. Overlook that for what <laughs> yeah. it means. Well, it was a lot more immersive than another voice actor who we'll talk about later on yeah um, any... or is he even a voice actor I don't yeah. know he's I mean, just he... an actor do we have any more bottles to talk about was it time to move to our oh, bananas is it well, well I, wanna... I mean oh, yeah, what yeah, were you, you going to say oh, oh. Um, I don't know if it's necessarily a good thing but mm. The songs. The we songs. have to talk We've about them. Talk about the songs. Okay, well, uh, well, <laughs> I was going to save those for the bananas. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Let's go on. Out, because I think it straddles the line. Well, and out of uh, that bottle that I just want to quickly <laughs> say is like, yeah, we do have that. And it is kind of like, it kind of shows like the target audience of like, oh, let's get it right back for the boys. But I do like a lot of the action like kind of sequences uh, The as action well. sequences yeah, yeah. are really like nice. That, oh my God, the sequence in the gorge where like Little Creek was like hanging just above, <laughs> like almost falling, just yeah. like, like clutching to like um, Spirit's mane. That's yeah. Right, yeah. I was terrified. But also... <laughs> How the fuck they were like they went to a de- like they came upon a dead end. How the fuck did they like get out of the dead end? 
Because when yeah, it's, I don't know, there's some geographical yeah, logic, isn't it? Like, because when the, when the colonel and his goons like caught up, they're like, "Where is he?" And then they look up, and they're just spirit. Jumps like, he over jumps them. onto the rocks at some point. Yeah. He can kind of I jump, guess. climb. Yeah. I don't know. Like, it's I, a very maybe because like can do it. I mean, maybe spirit yeah. can too. <laughs> I don't know. Let's, let's talk about those songs. Yeah, because okay. I think this is a mileage may vary kind well, of. Well, yeah. Uh, so. The thing about the song, the songs are all written from the perspective of spirit. Yeah. I feel like you should talk about the songs and the score. <laughs> yeah. So I think the score works really well. I think yeah. they're like, the, in yeah. the orchestral music is, well, I think, you really said, beautiful. You said before, like, sequences happening in silence isn't entirely true. That's yeah, no, it's, it's it's scored, yes, sorry, yeah. no, without dialogue yeah. is what I mean. Um, but, yes, the songs, so we've got a few of them. Um, like I have to say they honestly all sound kind of the sound same sick, to me. Except for... Um, Get off my back, being the, yeah. the key. Which the key I was, one. Yeah, so like every five minutes of this movie, there's a new song about, yeah, I'm a horse, I want to be free. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and they're all from Spirit's perspective. So it's implied that Brian Adams uh, is uh, one of Spirit's voices. I guess yeah. like it's his his, his, his soul is singing voice, to yeah. us. Yeah. His singing um, voice is Brian Adams. His talking and, voice yeah, is yeah, Matt problem. Damon. It's like Danny Elfman. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. So a problem it's it's for like Ming Na Wen, Leia Salonga. A problem <laughs> for me is it's, it's yeah, it. Brian Adams has a very modern voice. It's such a rough voice it's for Matt Damon voice. also. It's, 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 both of them have, in different ways, very modern voices. Yeah. And it does not suit, like, I don't know exactly what, and I mean, I've all talked about this as well, it's like, I don't know exactly what a good voice for Spirit would oh, be in terms oh. of his, like, if he had to have a human speaking soul. But yeah. I not these guys. Both bad <laughs> to me. I felt like Brian Adams, it's just like, yeah, it's too kind of, it just feels like really um, anachronistic mm. to a point that I don't think is serving the story for mm. me. Like it felt like because there's no other anachronisms. Having these really modern sounding songs doesn't seem to fit with what doesn't seem to help in any way. And then Matt Damon is just yeah. sounds bored. He's phoning it in. He's just like reading sitting off the in, script. Yeah, he's like sitting in the studio. He doesn't came, come alive in the booth. I'm like he did it all in one day. Yeah, like you know, it's it, it's just lazy. Bad well, he's got a, just I mean, a modern like sounding voice. The li- the level it's laughable honestly because there's like sequences where like the 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 stuff on screen is so exciting like spirit is like running the camera not a camera but you know it's made to look like it's kind of moving mm. and he's like oh i was free and you're like oh, oh <laughs> no. okay yeah. and then and then these ropes <laughs> like, yeah damn these ropes yeah. and it's like that level of energy it's um, nothing so like so wait 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 wait, wait. So I was, I was thinking about these montages where, like, the songs play. What happened to Spirit's dad? He died, obviously. But Spirit's dad is never in the picture. Yeah, he's not traumatized about it, which I love. You mm. know, good for I'm him. just like, yeah. you know, maybe yeah. the dad was already gone when he was born, you yeah. know? So yeah. it was, you know, or maybe the dad was, like, from a different tribe of horses. Yeah. So. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, I mean, also... I love that montage in the beginning mm. from childhood because yeah. you see you see spirit you know yeah, really we see him be born he yeah he's a foal we, see, we really enjoy um um him drinking milk out of his mom he got yes. real pleasure which was weird to me I was yeah. like weird energy he was like, yeah. I'm getting that milk and he's like oh damn okay it, was, it came as a surprise to the mom she yeah, was like she oh. was all like oh, oh okay oh. Yeah. and then we see him like chase off. 
Oh, oh wait, before this, he gets his like, tongue, tongue stuck to the icicle. Yeah, and then and then as a, as an older kid, he like makes friends with the buffaloes. Yeah, yeah, yeah which is nice. I thought the buffaloes were gonna come back. Yeah, yeah, that would have been a good thing if that the buffaloes nice. came to save the day. At yeah. One point. yeah, that would have been a nice because they were actually for the first time the horses made friends with them. You know, one yeah. of the horses made friends. Yeah, with them. And um, you get a real he like chases off a puma. Yeah, that was really cool. That puma was scary. The new like you know leader of the pack. Yeah, and you get a real sense of the personality throughout like i love that image of like we pan away from uh spirit with the icicle and then you hear this crack and then yeah. he's like coming forward and he's got a bit of the icicle off. But this is the thing is i'm like all these things that we really like are all things which are visual yeah all yeah. set to brian adams and yeah it's like i don't think music. i just personally i don't think brian adams added anything to these well sequences. i think i i would retort on that a little yeah. bit because i think the song that really kind of the sequence that really works with Brian Adams is hey like get off my back because it feels more like a montage section that is still like spirits and like psyche but like it is <laughs> I... like it, it's like a sequence as opposed to this is what I'm feeling watching horses run and I'm just snow. like look look I think that sequence you could do it exactly the same but cut, if you cut Brian Adams and you had like an upbeat like fiddle tune. I don't think that so. was fitting to the time period and fit with the orchestral I, score. Like, I think it would still. I get, I get what you're I saying. I think it would be the same, and it wouldn't have the Brian Adams. I get all. what you're saying, but, but no. something but, around the like the lyrics of like "Get off my back." And I also get I, what I you're got saying. That. Let me, let me I got that. I got that. I get what both of you are saying, but oh to God. me, I like "Get off my back" because I laughed my ass off. Okay. Because yes. it's funny. It's funny, but it's not funny on purpose. <laughs> but that's what I like about Get Off My Back. I was like, what is this bop rooney no. in the middle of the film? Let me, let me do a dramatic okay, so reading. Dramatic wait, 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 wait. No, actually, just, just sing along, sing along. Should we just play the track? Okay. Well, I reckon, uh, I reckon, I well, reckon. Let's, the, let's see if I can yeah. get the, the tone myself. Okay. Well, you think that you can take me on? You must be crazy. <laughs> no, that's too hard on my voice. I said, I don't there know ain't a single See, thing you've done that's gonna phase me. Although, if you wanna have a go, I just wanna let you know. Yeah, get off of my back and into my game. Get out of my way and out of my brain. Get off of my face and give it your best shot. I think it's time you. <laughs> Better face the facts. Get off of my back. I like it. It's fun. <laughs> I feel like the movie would be lesser without it. Oh my god! So it makes it less. I feel like it'd be more serious, obviously, but a better film. That's, but it would be a less fun film for me stupidity. to watch. That's the comic yeah. relief. I d- I don't think it's intended as comic relief, though. I don't think no, that's how it was sold men, for the film. Men, men are flying. <laughs> like spirit kicks them. He them off. Yeah, like, but there's a different. You're not not laughing at that. You're laughing yes, at Brian Adams. It's both. It's both. <laughs> it's both. Like it's both. Okay. Like the moment I agree itself, to disagree yeah. on Brian's worth in this film. Um, I'm just yeah. get rid of him. This, I think this, get yeah. off of my back. Brian. Because all of the songs sound the same. I did. You know, there's, I don't think the other songs are as strong. There's one yeah. slow song that I did. I was like, oh, this fits this moment perfectly, which is when he's in the he's being carried away to the work to work. Oh, when they capture yeah. him. So when the they capture him. And, and I was like, oh, this is a train. nice moment for a song. Yeah. And it did a song play. And I was like, if that was the only moment that had a song, which I think lends to it, yeah. that would have been nice because I actually quite like that song. Yeah. Second to Get Off of My Back. Yeah. I think um, I think regarding Matt Damon, I think There's someone, just too many songs. Yeah. Yeah. 
But then it's like, but if you only had those two songs, then it would feel weird because there weren't enough songs. I feel that you have to have a convention set up, you know? Like... I feel that you need it like if you're gonna have like songs a li- in a yeah, musical, like a, okay, yeah, you know, I guess you're gonna have so. some I think, of you. I think have, like, the issue. Three, how many you know? songs so are Tarzan? I think the issue for Tarzan's got five. So Tarzan's mm. one mm. is it's not Tarzan's psyche, right? Yeah. It's Tarzan, just like, it's like who is oh it? Oh my god! You'll I be just, in my heart. I was just, like, yeah, that's I just not remember Tarzan just like directly damn. singing about Jane. Right? You'll be in my heart. That's his mother singing to him. Yeah. And so it's just Glenn Close, like, Glenn Close. Yeah. Is it? Two Worlds, yeah. One Family. Great song, but yeah. who's singing that? Phil Collins. But damn, oh my yeah. God, I just remembered how because fucking, it's, it's like how much a, of a bopper You'll Be In My Heart is. Yeah. That, that first, dun, 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 Also, like, the moment the of it, oh when, when that is diegetic and the, the gorilla mama singing so to Tarzan, good. you're like, oh, it's so lovely. Also, yeah. covered, idea, by, covered by Lord. The idea of this, like, om, omnipotent, mm. like, person like looking down and going like this feels like the tone of it feels more right than like this is the voice of spirit because neither Matt or Brian like feels right mm. like and I think if spirit, <laughs> clearly, would, like, if spirit were to have a voice I think it should be someone like you Taylor know Swift. the tone of like Aladdin or something <laughs> or like you know uh what's that? definitely a, a Disney caliber voice actor yeah you know? but <laughs> I'm just like so my my pitch so my case will fix it for this oh, yes, James so, James says that we should have a segment in the show no which you is pitch just this me you pitch this yourself, which I think is, is um, great. But yes, but um, the but, mix fix. So so the mix fix. sorry, like we're rushing into it, but this is our first official. All right, Cass will fix it. Cass will fix it. We just called it mix fix, James. I don't know. Uh, Cass will fix it. Does not roll does off the work. tongue. Or I can. I, I'll fix it. Like. Mix fix anyway. Mix fix. It's, we'll we'll workshop. We'll workshop. Specifically, well, that's what I mean. Exactly. That's what. Yeah. We'll, we'll, All mean. right. I mean, I think that the Matt Damon voiceover was added purely because the executives got scared that children wouldn't be able to follow it and that it wouldn't oh, be appropriate for kids. Yeah. So they've added it in. And I feel like this film, if it had gone, it had been, been bolder, if it had done the like act one of Wally situation mm. and gone, we will not have a narrator. I feel like that could have become like, oh, it's this act kind of more experimental. It's a bit more adult and it's a mm. bit more like, yeah, like almost art filmy. Oh. If they had had the, if they had dared to be like, we are not going to have dialogue, and we're just going to show, just going to trust in our animators. And I think in that, I think getting rid of the lyric songs for me, I think is part of that. And I think because the lyrics, again, it adds dialogue and it adds voice for these characters. Oh. Whether that is, you know, like yeah, like Brian Adams or no, I think that what I would love to have seen from this film is this animation led, visually led. Um, mm thing that just just relies on the fact that the animated and animators know what they're doing and can tell that story through all these subtle things because it is such a simple story that we yep. can understand it we know what's happening I think that's what it is it's you just know? like they were worried that like this, yeah they were just like the sparseness oh, of the like won't they, they just won't just get it they won't be into it is yeah what they were worried so they added a voiceover and you know the convention of you know, leftover from the nineties which is yeah. a song score yeah um, by a select artist yeah by exactly. A and um, it's, um, I, I, I like, I don't mind the voiceover so much because like, you know, it, it works with the right performer, I think. I just like, think like, I, I wish that they had had, that been bold enough to just be yeah, like, yeah, let's exactly, try it yeah. without. Cause I think there would be exactly. a really, mem- I think like we wouldn't be talking about this as a Vicks bag film yeah. if they had had the balls to do that, basically. If they had been exactly. like, let's, let's have the gumption to make that choice. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Um, Matt yeah. Damon I, gave me very wonder years energy. Like, right. you know the Wonder Years? No. I've never seen. Okay, it's like... Okay. I know of that, but I've never seen it. Okay, but there's... It's like, <laughs> it's, you know, it's like the older Kevin Arnold narrating um, the... Um, uh, the yeah, okay. I see. It's from the 80s. Okay. 
It was Before a, my time. And yeah. yours. And, and mine. But it was on the Disney Channel. <laughs> probably the youngest of the three yeah. of us. <laughs> but my dad really liked it. So like yeah. when it was on the Disney Channel, we watched it. So um, Yeah, I I hear your point around like and I guess Castle Fixer isn't like No, I'm just saying that's what my pitch is to improve yeah. this. Totally. That's what but I, think I feel like Wally I don't like Castle And also the buffaloes it. will come back. Yeah. yeah, yeah, the buffaloes have to come. Buffaloes yeah. come back and help with the train sequence. I feel like yeah, Wally does that later, and then obviously it's third act is a little bit the more cast like, pass. Mm. The cast, yeah, mm. yeah. Um, we'll workshop it. But like, <laughs> in my mind, it's like this is two thousand three or two, and like, yeah, it's it's like. I feel like if you're going to say like revolutionary at that time, I feel like you're going to say that ignoring the fact that Spirited Away wins the best picture, best animated film award that year. That's that's proving that Mm. there was a thirst for more interesting Mm. and nuanced Mm. storytelling and animation at that time. Yeah, you know, and like yeah, and like Lilo and Stitch is in there. It's like telling these Mm. really like kind of interesting family structure stories, and like people were interested in that. People were ready for it. I think they would have been ready for it. Yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is a, a missed opportunity. Yeah. Yeah. And, like, I yeah, I think, mean, you hear with Spirited uh, yeah. Away, Weinstein, like, wanted to cut it to ribbons. And yeah. exactly. Hayao Miyazaki but, was, like, send a... Send him a sword. I, yeah. think, I think what is, like, working against um, this decision for them, like, just thinking about it, is, like, I don't think Spirit has a very kid-friendly look. You know, it's yeah. very brown. It's like, yeah. it doesn't draw you in with the eye candy it's colors. It's because it's like, trying to go for that exactly, realism. Yeah. It's not going yeah. for horses that are really dogs. Exactly, it's, going, yeah. it's not going for comedy. It's going for like epic drama. Exactly. You know? Well, this is why it was such like a yeah. a kind of uh, a special thing in our household. It was like, we didn't expect it to be as good as it was. We were mm. like, oh, spirit, you know, as opposed <laughs> to like. It's not grumpy like, old men, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like, yeah, it's like it's a surprise, like, stumble across. And yeah. so, like, I did a test, actually, um, on my Twitter to see, um, like, who uh, had encountered Spirit. A few of you have um, chimed in with your spirited yeah. opinions. Yeah. Yes. And so, uh, I don't know, how, you, you, there's no way of gauging, like, how many people, like. Yeah. How many horse people responded? But we got 12 likes. And, yes. uh, yeah, I think it's, like, it's kind of skews female. Um, uh, but uh, <laughs> It's very hard science that we're doing. Yeah. yeah. But, like, uh, it's kind of, there are uh, so some... What James asked, he hasn't said what the question oh, was. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like this tweet if you like spirited, uh, spirit stallion of the Cimarron as a child. Um, and so yeah, as a child, and then we got some responses being like, um, uh, was deep into drawing horses constantly at this stage in my childhood, and his colors are the best. Spirit does have a very distinctive mm. color to it, mm. which is modeled off the um, the mus- Mustang. Geez, now I'm afraid to say it in case yeah, I'm saying Marigold again. again. <laughs> <laughs> they actually are that there is a good color palette for the mum as well. Oh, Rain yeah. has yeah, a really yeah. lovely, like, dapple kind of coat. Oh. Love her, love her look. Um, so this hit movie, uh, hit me right in the horse girl self-identifying as a horse girl never heard of it let alone seen it and this was and still is one of my favorite movies so yeah it's a real quite the range there yeah mixed bag in terms of mm-hmm. responses um well you know not mixed I'm not, that's not a read okay. on people's comments um one quick bottle that i want to shout out before i forget it is uh 
I'd like to say that James Cromwell does really well as the colonel. Um, I forgot that it was him, to be honest. I think he has a really nice, uh, like, presence as, like, a... If you're going to have a villain in this story, and, and he really... He is a villain, mm. like... But he's got shades. Yeah. Uh, and he's, we, I at mean, the I, end, he's like, yeah. I respect this one. Yeah, exactly. The <laughs> beauty, the poetry in motion, and it's just some like, would I say. like that the stakes are so, you know, it's not small, but it's just like the stakes are like... It's simple. I think the stakes yeah. are simple. It's very yeah. clear who is doing what and what everybody wants is very clear. I guess the thing that I respect it is about this film is like it is so G-rated. Like it is so it's like aimed for like younger kids. Um I think it's really interesting that this is a rated yeah. G film because there's a lot of gun violence in it. There's a lot of shooting. Yeah. People get shot. There's also like, you know, like a lot of horse violence. <laughs> in terms sure. of spirit, I, I, like, I guess I don't mean like and attacks people. I don't mean a lot. like violence, but I mean like yeah, I guess like in terms simplicity. Of humor in terms of Well, just simplicity yeah. of story of just like yeah. this is this. I feel like it's compu- I think yeah, ratings is not a not a useful thing mm. for that. Like I think there's that's the, the censorship ratings is, is sure. all about like society's I guess, moral standards. I guess, and like, I don't think that's what's important as a, about As a this. young what I'm saying, yeah. like a young kid can watch this and go like cool and then they might remember get off of my back as well have a bit of fun that's like their like that's like their candy that's their sugar yeah and They're by like, kid we mean one particular, one particular kid <laughs> but i think that's the thing that like the songs at least that song like stuck in my craw and then but like you remember the the story of the mm. thing mm. um and like, like this friendship between like like a man and a horse which is real sweet I know, really I'm like, because I think, like, as a kid that watched this and was like, this is boring as a child. I can see that. Yeah. Right. I can I see mean, as time. an adult, see... I'm revisiting it and being like, oh, I think this could, this is, this would be boring for And a child. I feel like this is, now I think I have but not seen it. I, think, I, feel like, I feel like your yeah. pitch, like, wouldn't that be more boring to kids? Exactly. Because then it's more of a film that's for, for adults, adults and yeah. more a family audience rather than being, because I don't think it is really a film for kids is the thing. But, I don't think there is much kidness to it. And I think that's not a bad thing. I think that's something that they could have leaned into as being like, maybe it is for a slightly older audience than nine-year-olds. Maybe it is for, you know. Maybe, it, yeah, uh, but at that time, we still weren't used exactly. to animated films being Exactly, weren't ready for that. And particularly in America, Americans weren't ready for that. And I'm like, I think there could be a really cool thing which is not for, not trying to be a, a kid a kid aimed thing. Because I think that, yeah, the simplicity of it, but also the the daringness to have them not be wacky and have be dog horses and, mm. and not to have speaking voices and all the rest of it. I think those are all interesting, nuanced choices that make it a bit more adult. Mm. And, you know, you were also like, you know, a very like film loving child, I'm sure as well. So maybe would have still been into it, but um, yeah, I, I I feel like it's it's it was already boring to me as a kid. So I'm like, why not just be like make this a film that's more well, interesting just, for adults, just lean make in, it more sophisticated. Lean yeah, yeah, lean into sophistication. I guess like, I guess it depends on when it mm. as a kid it hits you because it's like exactly. there's like there's yeah. like that wholesome stage and then there's that like more cynical and ironic kind of stage. And an interesting thing is, yeah, DreamWorks had, like, a, the ultra-ironic, like, Shrek just, like, the, the, year, year, before. Before. the year before. It's like, really, like, the, the fork in the road thing, right? Yeah. Where it's, like, you could go down the spirit path, you could go down the Shrek <laughs> path, and they well, definitely went down the Shrek path. Yeah, yeah, and I love both as a kid, but it's just, like, yeah, it was, I don't know. Uh, there's something around, like, mm. there was there was a sweetness to, to spirit, uh, which also included those anachronistic kind of elements. Yeah. Um, uh, one thing I want to say about spirit, though, is that, I actually, like, I never thought about it before, but, like, watching the film, because I've been used to kind of, like, Westerns and playing stuff like Red Dead Redemption, I was like, this is the first time I've empathized with a horse being tamed. Yeah. Like, 
At mm. first, I was just like, yeah, wild horses, like, that's just, they are tamed by, like, cowboys and mm, stuff mm, like that. That's mm. just part of the narrative. And this is mm. the first time I've seen it from the other perspective, where it's like, oh, taming a horse what is really What is the quite... morality of this? Yeah. yeah. So <laughs> I, that was just one of the things where I was like, huh, how empathetic. And it's like, yeah, it's just like, that's really good, like, you know, storyboarding and writing and animation that is yeah. able to make you do that so easily when it's it's not something, a narrative you're used to. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. Do you have any much more to say else? or are we ready to move on to Bag and Biff? Um, uh, Matt Damon can get in the sea for this performance. I, I know we've kind of said I'm it. just like, Matt, <laughs> I want to know. Matt Damon, honestly. Like, I want to know how many hours were spent recording Matt and how much he got paid because, yeah. like, I'd be very just interested like, to see those just, numbers. Just hire voice actors. Hire voice actors. Yeah. Because, like, they do their job for I a would, reason. His name isn't even on the poster, is it? Or is it? I don't, I don't know. know. I haven't I seen the poster. So. <laughs> so um, I'm just like, surely they would sell it on his name, but I feel like he didn't do much. You yeah, know? I think it was just a particular period of time of just like, ah, oh, we realized celebrities can be voice actors. Well, this now, is so. this is like at the start of it yeah. because in the '90s, we've People only had, had voice actors. Yeah, we've had maybe Robin Williams. But as I think the it's like the post-Robin right? Williams yeah. era of like everybody has to be. No, done it's by a not. Film star it's now. not. It's not even sold on his. Okay, this is amazing. I got to show you. Read you some of these taglines. Um, so one of the posters says, a motion picture experience for everyone up the top. And then at the bottom, it says, leader, hero, legend. Uh, and then this one, from the producers that brought you Shrek. <laughs> Spirit. But yeah, Matt is now From the producers that yeah, brought you so Shrek is the worst advertising for this so film. Oh my God. We the didn't bat, even the, need the, the, the takes. Yeah. Um, we didn't even need Matt if it wasn't even sold on his name. So yeah. why? Why? Also, what are our opinions on the title? I mean, I, we've just we've all grown up with the wordy spirit stallion of the Cimarron. But... I think it should have had a different name, yeah. and he should have had a different name. <laughs> well, oh yeah, what? Um, Wait, what? Wait, spirit is named by Little Creek. Let's just tell the mm. audience that um, after he's been you know you after they've had. I don't know. You don't like the name Spirit. I don't love the name Spirit. But he's spirit. That's his name. <laughs> but he's spirit. I just think it's kind of first, first, first thought. First you know, thought. Kind of first thought. That's how you name a horse. <laughs> you don't like give it a couple of drafts to get to the right name. Okay. Okay. Sorry, I'm 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 defensive on spirit's name. I don't know. See, I think Stallion of the Cimarron could go. And that's how mm. it's colloquially known. But then if it's spirit. just called Spirit, that's just such a bland so name. See, this yeah. is why I like it. I just like, it's yeah. wordy, but it sticks in your mind and it's what funny. What if it was just called Stallion of the, the Cimarron? No. 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 So, yeah. I feel like Spirit, Stallion of the Cimarron, the wordiness of that gives it a comedy quality to me that is... That's the problem. Yeah. Then, like, it but seems it's not. Too wacky. Yeah. It's not. Well, yeah. But also Spirit <laughs> seems too corny. Yeah. That's my problem. Spirit just it spirit, comes up cheerleading to me. It reminds me, well, like another DreamWorks that came out later which is uh, I think the year after is Sinbad Legend of the Seven Seas mm. they always like want to chuck that subtitle yeah. on it's it it's like the road to El Dorado yeah which is a great wait I don't know if it's great maybe it's just it's good fun. it's yeah. real good it's good yeah. Yeah. Um, I, I well one Different. final thing before we kind of wrap up uh, is so much sort of side research happening yeah. this, this episode is well I wanted to talk about <laughs> eternal spirit of the daemon mind I wanted to talk about <laughs> What you were saying, where, um... Spirit, get off my back. 
you were talking about how <clears throat> DreamWorks, they were, like Disney was like kind of a bit rocky at this point, mm. and DreamWorks had the opportunity. We were two years, three years away over. from Home on the Range, oh, ruining well, the, the Nadia, <laughs> <laughs> ruining um, hand-drawn animation for everyone. So, uh, I just want to show you the the full kind of range of DreamWorks. Um, which was originally created by Jeffrey uh, Katzenberg, Katzenberg. Mm. who like left Disney and specifically made Ants, which is the first one. To I like Ants. Was a fuck Ants you just to just like uh, I've never life. seen Ants. It looks but ugly. It, as it looks fuck. so it looks ugly, so ugly it just, and it's headed up by Woody Allen. I just remember seeing. And there's wanting... that guy who gets his head chopped off, yeah. um, Stallone, and then he's still talking. But and as a kid. Me. I preferred Ants to a Bug's Life. I and just I remember... I would like, be interested I, to see I, that I liked side Bugs by Life side. as a kid and then seeing promo for Ants and just being, like, disgusted by it. Maybe this it is why, so because bad. I think I saw Ants first. Right. And I do... I did enjoy Ants and didn't enjoy the Bug's Life that much. Well, mm-hmm. let's talk through, like, yeah, their span. So, like, in 1999, Ants, their first one. The Prince of Egypt. Oh, oh iconic. Iconic, like, very earnest... Like very passionate, extremely earnest. Yeah, and Mariah Whitney collaboration. Mm. Yeah, fucking incredible. Out singing movie. each other, Lightning trying. In a bottle. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. yeah, the road to El Dorado, Deliver two thousand. Oh, oh, it's got a bit of like spice. It's a little like little extremely sexy, uh, yeah. like lead drawing for the lady. Still pretty earnest, but but oh, and I would say it's more in the, the wacky same than the time earnest. Time as like. Say. Emperor's New Groove, or were they just I like bouncing off each time. other? Yeah. yeah, yeah, they were doing that thing where they'd sort mm. of clearly Katzenberg had taken the notes for the future projects yeah, yeah, with yeah. him, and so yeah. So the same year in a uh, teamwork with Admin Animations is Chicken Run. I didn't realize that was DreamWorks. Oh. Yeah, um, Chicken which, Run slaps. Yeah, it's, yeah. it's a fun good, time. Great film. I'd be interested to go back. It well, is it's so now, funny though. But, Ka- Katzenberg um, hasn't made a film about cats. Mm-hmm. Makes you think. Then, 2001, <laughs> we get Shrek. And that's the juggernaut, really. The yeah, juggernaut. really. Honestly, the hero of our generation. Really. Yeah. The defining figure. Yeah. The Disney Slayer. Do you know that The first, the inaugural winner of the yeah. best animated feature Do you know film? there's a musical Oscar. and it is good? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Spirit, Monster, uh, we get in 2002. Straight after. Then we get Sinbad Legend forgotten. of the Seven Seas. Which forgotten. I feel like we saw it at home and I thought it was bad. Yeah, forgotten. Um, I dug it. Um, I he, There is a lot of adventures. I'd be keen to go back because it's Catherine Zeta-Jones and Brad Pitt. Um, it's a weird time. Again, okay. get voice actors. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shrek 2, another juggernaut. Oh, fucking slapper. Shark Tale. Awesome. Awful. Oh, I love Shark Tale. Terrible. <laughs> I, I really enjoyed Shark I think Tale. It was a, I think it was a big film. My experience right? of Shark Tale is we had the video game for Shark Tale and it was unplayable. It was like right. you could not get through it. It was I so badly designed. To me, was I was like, I really, as a kid, just, didn't appreciate the earnestness of the Disney variants of these films. And I wanted the snarky kind of I think, adult I just humor. Thought, of, I felt of like Shark all Tale. of the like pop culture references and things like that were just like I were annoying. It. To I me ate as a it kid. the fuck yeah. up. Maybe now I think differently. Yeah. But well, as a kid, like, I ate it the fuck it's up. It's candy. And oh it's my just God, like this, references. You're just yeah. like, I know that reference. The sexy oh. Angelina Jolie fish. Yeah. She fucks. Right. Mm. Uh, it, well, we're full on into that reference ironic kind of stuff. We've got Madagascar. Oh, this is this is when we start to. I remember loving the Shreks and loving um, Shark Tale, expecting the same thing from Madagascar, uh, and I was just like, "This is just hit. the no, magic isn't there." Not anymore. quite. I'm too old. Yeah, yeah not mm. quite. Obviously, a big hit. Walsh and Gromit, the Curse of the Were Rabbit. It's um, just more yeah. Ardman, Ardman, I think, Ardman than it is. Ardman. Which is a really, I, I really it's like a good film. film. It's a good film. Mm. Over the hedge, I never saw it. it Look like shit. 
Yeah. Um, 2006, Flushed Away. Also Aardman. Aardman. Yeah. Um, Shrek the Third, 2007. Awful. Terrible. The Shine is Coming Off. Bad. B Movie, 2007. Fucking hell. I think uh, we're the cult classic of our time, really. Yeah. The cult classic of our time where the lady fucks a bee. Yeah. yeah. Well, I don't know. They, yeah. uh, they, they pivot a little, bring a bit more heart. I enjoyed B-Movie, I think. I've never seen it. Um, mm. Well, except for Warehouse Stationery, it was just showing and I watched a bit of it. Um, 2000, <laughs> that doesn't count, James. Yeah. yeah. 2008, Kung Fu Panda. Good film. Good Not film. bad. Up uh, against Wally, though. So. Yeah. Uh, Madagascar Escape to Africa. Never saw it. Madagascar like is huge. Do you remember that Disney movie, The Wild? Yeah. Which was what just happened? Madagascar, yeah, but, but we, like, we're going to do bo- our one. But also oh, looks yeah. less looks wacky. Looks way <laughs> And I think from this For point once, on, Disney was not the was original, not the original one. From this point on, it's like they really, they used to, like for a moment they were like equals with Disney and then mm. it's just they fall back. And the only like big properties that they have that are like really respected are How to Train Your Dragon. Kung Fu Panda's like sequels, I guess. But yeah, it's How to Train Your Dragon. How to Train and Kung Fu are huge. Yeah. They are huge. Yeah. And they make sh- and massive now, amounts of money. Yeah. I just don't think they're kind of seen. I feel like that there becomes a point where DreamWorks is now just doing sequels yeah, to the things. T- so yeah. sequels things. to Shrek, sequels it's to the How same to with like whoever's distributing yeah. Despicable Me. You know, mm. that's the same. Yeah. And um, Cla- I haven't oh, seen Clady with a chance of Clady with a chance of meatballs is good. Okay. Oh, it's good. It's good. I've got our boy Bill, so. I don't know. No, I don't I know think, if it's DreamWorks. I think that's Sony Animation as yeah. well. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's just so many like random animation films from this time, like you know, Robots. Remember uh, that? Oh my robots. God. Hoodwinked. Bad. Oh. Hoodwinked, I did not see. Fuck, like, I shit. forgot all about that. <laughs> it looked shit. It looked real shit. <laughs> wow. I was kind of into the idea of it. Never saw it. No, like, no. Well, yeah. uh, so that's kind of, we just did a kind of a canvas. I don't know why of... we did that. Why did you make us do that, <laughs> well, James? It's, it's, it's... <laughs> Trip down memory lane. Well, no. it's fascinating because like. Just trying to pad out the podcast. No, no, because they were like, <laughs> they were like, had this like flirtation with wholesomeness and like earnestness. And then they just went hard pivot With what? Spirit. Yeah, with Spirit and Prince of Egypt. Oh, Prince of Egypt. Yeah, I mm. think they, they were, like, oh, okay. playing around with that and then they just went full on on the references. And, you yeah, know. I, mean, I, I would say, like, kind of Train Your Dragon and Kung Fu Panda and stuff kind of... It's a middle ground. They get back yeah. to the middle ground, I think. Yeah. I think. I think it got to the point where they were I feel being like criticized. it's B-movie yeah. being the saturation yeah. They were being too. criticized <laughs> for the references at that point and they had to, mm-hmm. um, you know, to make their own properties. Yeah. But yeah. it is interesting to see, like, yeah, clearly but Shrek being such a success fairly yeah. shapes which Even then, Disney had, like, the same yeah. kind of death period at yeah. this point, like yeah. um, Meet the Robinsons, Chicken Little. Well, Chicken Little, no. I mean, it's just like an ultimate oh. graveyard of, like, either even terrible Bolt-ish, films. Even ish you know? Mm-hmm. I didn't see Bolt. I didn't see Bolt either. A lot uh, of mixed bag animations at this time. Yeah. yeah. People would, they find their feet. They weren't yeah. sure. People were like, they, kids don't want old-fashioned animation anymore. What do they want? What yeah. do children want? I think it's because, you know, Pixar was shitting all yeah. these really good movies mm. at this time. Yeah. The Ratatouilles. And people were thinking it was, the oh. Right. We love, yeah. we, the Wally's. Finding Nemo important right about, about time, them is the right? 3Ds. Yeah. Yeah. I think that's what people, they talk about, like, oh, the yeah. fact it's yeah. 3D animation is what the kids Wait, want, yeah. as opposed to the storytelling. Story, yeah. <laughs> Ellen, Ellen DeGeneres was at the height of her powers. Oh, I mean, yeah. gotta say, I mean, she was really good in Dor- she as Dory. She was a good Dory. Yeah, I have good. not seen the titular movie yeah. featuring Dory. Dory. Yeah. No. It's actually... 
It's fine. That's all right. Have you seen? This is just a total, total side note. Of, of one of my favorite memes is this photo of somebody at the like, just like at the, like the Muslim community center. Someone has made their own like printed out uh, like poster for uh, Finding Nemo Two. Does not exist. It's called Finding Dory. <laughs> it's got like a stock clip art picture of a clownfish, yeah. and then it just says, "Inshallah, they find him." <laughs> 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 oh, I remember there was that there was that thing on on uh, going around on the internet of like finding Nemo and then he'd just been a clownfish just been chopped up and like put on top of like sushi or something like that. It was, no. James, it was sad. Awful. That's Very Nemo. Sad. Clownfish also look gross. I think they're bright coloured. They wouldn't yeah. be tasty. No, not at all. Yeah. Well, uh, with that sad anecdote, <laughs> why don't we see if this is going to be life or death? Spirit. Is it off to the glue factory for <laughs> spirit? They shoot horses, don't they? <laughs> I mean, they do. <laughs> Which is the name of the film. Yeah, yeah. Bag. Or boots. Uh, I'll go first. Um, yeah. This... Are you going to shoot spirit, Cass? No. Um, so, yeah, I, even though I think that there are ways that this film could be further elevated, I was really surprised in revisiting this film how much I enjoyed it, um, watching it after having, remembering it being kind of boring and dumb as a kid. Mm. I came to it with a newfound appreciation, and that's why I believe that this is actually secretly a more sophisticated oh. film for older audiences. And for that reason, I will say it is a bag. I'll go next. Yeah. I... Literally, when I started playing this, I was like, this is a biff. This is a biff, 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 biff. Why am I watching this? And then I got into the story and I was like, maybe it's not. <laughs> and it's not. It's a bag. <laughs> I enjoyed it. It's good. It it's a good film. Yeah. And, uh, it looks boring, though. It's the thing. It's it like, does. It's not something I would click on if it, it wasn't for this podcast. Yeah, so. yeah. Like, when you see the animation style, like, moving, you're like, oh, this is quite beautiful. But, like, yeah, on a first appearance, you're like, Ugh. Is this like another the paper situation? Yes. <laughs> yeah. like, actually good. Like, yeah. Yeah. And of course it's a bag for me as well. I, I right. even love it for the songs, um, which are just ingrained in my memory. But now we have to complete the lineup of, of the Oscar nominees. So Spirit It Away. Spirit Away. Uh, okay. Spirit Lilo and Stitch. Stitch. Wait, remind me what, what everything uh, is again. Spirit It Away, Lilo and Stitch, Ice Age, Treasure Planet, and um, Spirit. 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 Okay. 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 Um, I'm I'm sitting here with Spirit Away. away. Spirit Away. Lilo and Stitch. Spirit Samurai. And this is where we were like, yeah. Psychic connections. I say, Treasure Planet. I'm sorry, Treasure Planet fans. I know that you're listening to this podcast and you're still mad at us. But it's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's bad. It's abbreviated to TP for a reason because that's what you need to wipe that shit off your mind. And I'm going. Sorry, actually, if we think back to before when you're talking about how like maybe there should be fewer Brian Adams songs and just at that moment, remember when that one song came in Treasure Planet and how bad it was. Imagine if Get Off My Back was the first time that a song came up. I would be like. <laughs> Does Ice Age have any songs? No, it's just no, a it just has scrap. That Shinda little like, it's got the little yeah. thing and yeah. scrap. Yeah, maybe you I mean, do Ice, Ice Age. Age. Ice Age is a functional. It's movie. it's fine. fine. It's fine. It's for kids. Yeah, yeah, and it, it also produced a the lot bit, of sequels. The bit yeah, they, they like, drew that one into the ground. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There's one with dinosaurs, right? Oh yeah, yeah. dinosaurs. But yeah. the, the, the whole yeah, point is mammoth yeah. time. Like I they know. tried to be historically accurate with the cannibals in the first one. Anyway. 
Uh, Anyways. Anyway, we now have a, well, before we get there, um, but we do know our sign-off. We, we um, do. So, so prep when that, <laughs> everyone, before, as we get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. Thanks. Sorry, I forgot. <laughs> if you missed that, listener, Cass <laughs> whispered, what is it? <laughs> and then had to quickly whisper it. Uh, but before we get there, you uh, can follow us on Mixbag Pod and Mixbag Podcast on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook, although we are mainly on Twitter. Uh, if you want to leave us a review, you can do that at Apple Podcasts uh, on... Um, Podchaser. Podchaser, mm. thank you. and uh, A spirited review. Yes. Uh, and uh, if you do enjoy this and you haven't already subscribed, what are you doing? Uh, do this it. is a yeah. weird one to oh, yeah. download. I, look, I've, I've, <laughs> I've enjoyed doing this episode. We didn't have really a lot of bananas for this. Yeah, the main banana. bananas, I think, are Brian Adams controversial. Yeah. Matt Damon agreed. Yeah. <laughs> and just yeah, being bolder with their yeah, with their decisions. Being like, it's not for kids. It's okay. It's like not just for kids. It's, yeah, it's yeah. a spirit. It's not just for kids. <laughs> <laughs> well, you said that. Um, that. You said more on that later at the very start of it. How we were Ooh. going to watch a film. Well, next, next, yeah. Well, next, next step. We've got a. a, a, a yes. We may have a guest, a guest lined, lined up. up you know, yeah. we're, but then, we are um, going to have. We're gonna sprinkle some clues for um, the the one after that. Yeah, which is, uh, we have a, a new season lined up yeah. for those of you that remember the famous Meryl Streepson. Yeah, <laughs> um, uh, it was initially gonna be a cold season for the winter, yeah. and then we realized that was very vague. <laughs> yeah. mm. So we went a little bit more specific. And uh, and found a very frosty performer. Yeah, all right. Mm. Everybody, keep your chins up. We will. Talk we to will you announce soon. more soon. Yeah. And with that, the night is young, or is it? <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's 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 stop. And <laughs> that's a wrap. Oh my god! You like those flicks? Come get your fix in a podcast called Mixed Bag.